Welcome to the Next Issue Podcast. Put our lives on. Bill Bebo. Josh. Josh? Uh, uh, Simon Center, get the fuck out. Let's move on to our main topic for the day. Uh, Clay, I will just, we'll really touch on, I put some links on the chat. I put a link on the chat, not on the chat, on our notes. Um, I don't know how much you caught from Netflix stuff. Um, I, I, there's some stuff that, so they had, actually, at first I wanted to ask you, what do you think of this Geek Week idea of like Netflix just kind of having their own online convention? Uh, smart. Um, you know, not great marketing because I didn't hear about it until you had to tell me and then had to track <laughs> everything down on it. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I thought was negative <laughs> about it was the poor timing of canceling uh, Jupiter's Legacy. Jupiter's Legacy. Legacy. Because that seemed like that would have been something that would have been part of this Geek Week. Oh, for sure. For sure. Or at least, if you are going to cancel, have the the other spin-off they announced that's within that world. Oh, man, I forget the name of the comic. But it's a comic that's in the world of Jupiter's Legacy. Oh, really? They're still uh, going to spin it off even though they canceled the Yeah, but it's going to be an animated thing, I believe. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so, as far as day one, I'm looking here through Netflix website here i'll just i'll just share the screen so we can yeah let's go through you could take a look you could take a look and then we'll touch on whatever uh, if you saw the thumbnail i prepared for the show you can kind of see the things i want to talk about uh so for this is the if you go to the netflix has a really nice website with with a good summary of everything they touched on the first day uh there was a, re, a nice uh sex Snyder live stream about army of the dead and all the stuff that's coming that's not really here uh, I'm not watching Shadow and Bone, so but they did good renew for a uh, season two. Uh, Jason Momoa is getting a new show called Sweet Girl. Well, oh, sorry, it's a film, which sounds know, like Nef Death Wish. Yeah, Netflix film. Oh, she's from um, uh, what's that movie with the Mark Wahlberg, where he adopts some kids? Instant Family. I don't from know. that I, I, you lost me at Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, sorry, but it's—I mean—the movie's pretty good. Uh, yeah, because it touches on a lot of like, it's—it's it's about you know a, a family of kids being adopted and, and how difficult that be, can be. But uh, so the fa the movie is actually pretty good, even if Mark Wahlberg's not your cup of tea. Um, we also have uh, Lupin season two, season one, part two. Have you watched Lupin? No, it's in my queue though because I've heard nothing but great stuff. Yeah, same here, same here. So I couldn't get—I mean, I didn't get excited about it too much. But now, what about Blood Red Sky? I—I I did a video for the trailer. I did. Because, I did see you do that, and I was kind of curious. Was it, it, it? Is the hype on this real? Um, so I like—I mainly—I <clears throat> mainly did it because it's a <clears throat> a horror thing, and I uh, and. It, it's an interesting concept of like this flight is hijacked. Oh, and also uh, Dominic Purcell's in it yeah. from Legends. So I was he like, waited. okay, I gotta check that out. Oh yeah, I gotta check that out. Um, so this this flight, this transatlantic uh, flight, gets hijacked, uh, and this woman and the kid are on board. Now this woman has a sickness. Uh, who they're hinting a lot at maybe vampirism. So like so you have the hijacking of the plane, but then you also have a vampire on board, and then it looks like it's gonna be just a 
a really interesting thing. Uh, we do have in the comments Austin saying Shadow and Bone is so good. Okay, I might check that out. I, I've never read the books or anything, so like I don't know, but people seem to be excited about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think this is gonna be if this is around 90 minutes, it's gonna be probably just a really nice horror, like B horror movie. Yeah. Um, that's what it's looking like. Well, I liked your uh, reaction on that one. Um, uh, there's just kind of a tease of her at the very end. That's... Yeah, which I had I had said maybe it's a werewolf thing at the beginning when I was just speculating. Yeah, and then it turned to be the other, <laughs> the other sickness. It wasn't lycanthropy; it was vampirism. So you know, I I can only do so much with the information I'm given. Uh, or she goes into the bathroom and just says Bloody Mary five time, and she becomes oh, Bloody Mary. Uh, you know, I would watch that movie. Uh, Liam Neeson is doing another movie called The Ice Road. I don't know anything about that. Uh, is this this take, Kate, take an eight, <laughs> maybe. Uh, this Kate with uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, like, I'm waiting for this trailer because I'm I'm pretty excited about this. I love Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She's awesome. Um, yeah, it looks kind of like another. I think is John Wick its own genre of movies now. I think so. I think just the the low, I say low story, high violence, yeah, film, and I mean, probably low he, budget. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I see a lot of them that are just uh, you know you can tell it's obviously just stuntmen going through through the motions. Yep. Yeah, this, these movies will be made or, or broken by the by their main their main cast their main character. So you gotta have somebody that has charisma and people want to get behind, like Keanu Reeves, mm -hmm. uh, as we saw in that milkshake, uh, gunpowder milkshake with Karen Gillan. Uh, but yeah, Mary Atomic, Winston, Atomic Blonde. Atomic with, Blonde. Yeah. I. So this falls in that same genre. I think so. Atomic Blonde is so underrated. <laughs> I don't think it got enough. I think it came out too close to John Wick. Yeah. Uh, that that people and I've never read the comic because that one is actually based on a comic called something about berlin it's not called atomic blonde they renamed it and maybe that's what kind of lost some of the the goodwill um well, did you watch this oh go ahead no i wanted to go back to uh ramona flowers here for a second oh of course i'll talk <laughs> about her all day how much are we missing her from the diehard franchise when she is a badass action star and i mean she pulls off the comedy and birds of prey She's Lucy yep. McLean in the Die Hard series, and they've used her for like 10 minutes, and now they could use her in a great spinoff, and now she's just doing her own thing. Yep. Speaking of Atomic Blonde, here's Austin saying the one long shot in the building is one of my, Yep, I agree. That long shot in the building as it go up and down the stairs, and it's insane. Like, Yeah, and there there's quite things. a few of these uh, type films out there. I think we should have an episode just to go through them. That might be a good idea. Maybe as maybe as we get closer to Kate or when it comes out, or, or the other one, milk powder gunshake, or gun gunpowder milkshake. Either one of those right before that. We, there's a ton of stuff we could watch to prepare for yeah. both of those. Um, and it looks like Jenkov and did you? I don't know if you watched this trailer. I didn't. Uh, but Jenkov and Dam has one more action-packed movie called The Last Mercenary. Um, oh no. Which I feel they I saw some clips and he's still doing the splits and stuff and the kicks and everything. So you know, good for him to be able to stay in shape and do all that kind of stuff. 
But I, I can't know. remember. He, he's kind of at the age Lucille Ball was when she was still doing physical comedy, and we were just more worried about her falling. Oh. We're the worried about movie, Jean-Claude. The last movie I watched him was one of the... What was that? The Stallone movies with all the actors? Oh, uh, Expendables? And Expendables. Whenever, whichever one he was the villain in. I am still I mad that that movie got three films and we only got one Losers movie. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Vikings, Valhalla. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know nothing about this. I don't know if it's related to the... I don't think it's related to the Viking show from the History Channel. Yeah, yeah. What I, weird, what a, I don't know anything about this. So, and then here was the... The, the the stuff I was talking about, Jason Momoa and Zack Snyder, like they had, they had panels. These all this stuff is on the on Netflix's YouTube channel, or you can go to geekweek.com for all the details on everything. Um, they also announced some other stuff. But let's go to let's go to day two. Here I'll put us back. So is is there anything from day one that like really kind of blew your mind? Um, you know I I. I want to see the Kate movie. That's probably at the top of my list because because yeah, Netflix yeah. action, it their action films are really good. Even if I don't care about story, sometimes I just want to see like some really cool stunts I've never seen before. I watch a lot of Scott Atkins films, uh, and and that's you know just great yeah. fighting, great action. Uh, if they can pull this off with a good story, awesome. And it looks like my, I, I think they're kind of hyping it a little more than some of the other things they have out there. That's funny. My brother loves those Boyka movies. Which ones? With Scott Atkins. Boyka. Oh, yeah. I, I guess they're not called Boyka. Undisputed. Undisputed. But, <laughs> but his character is, I don't know. He calls him Boyka. I don't know if that's, I, I haven't watched him in a while. So I don't know if that's the name of his character or like a thing they say. Anyways. Yeah. When we, when we do a John Wick, uh, we'll, we can talk some Scott Atkins, bring in his. Great. Yeah. Great. I watched, yeah, I watched some stuff recently uh, with him on it. He obviously was in uh, uh, Doctor Strange is one of the acolytes. Um, so yeah, he's he's still his his Instagram is pretty interesting because he goes into a lot of details of all the movies. So he's always working, yeah. which is very commendable. Yeah, his YouTube um, channel is great because it breaks down like action scenes and brings in other stunt people and actors and yep. uh, just goes into the detail of a lot of what his films are. Yep. Um, all right, so first of all, in day two, uh, I'm not caught up on season two of Fidel Academy, but I'm glad because I haven't. I want to read the the volume three, the Hotel Apocalypse, uh, but I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad. It looks like they're gonna finish out the story. Uh, you know, we yeah. we got we had some information of that. I don't watch La Casa de Papel or Money Heist. I think it's called in English. Yeah. Austin may watch this one. I think he's if he's in the chat, he'll let us know. Um, I've wanted to. It's I always see it trending. I've heard great yeah. things. Uh, it's subtitled, so it's like it's a commitment. Yep. Uh, have you been watching Sweet Tooth? I'm not, not told you guys last I'm, week. I'm, I'm waiting to watch with Shelby. Okay. Okay. Good. Uh, Lock and Key is also still going, which I didn't watch the first season. Joe Hill. Um, I know. I've read the book and I like the book. I just. I don't know. There's too many things to watch. I can't. I know there are. I can't. Sean Ashmore. Ash Sean Ashmore. Sean Ashmore. I think it's him. I don't. I 
can't tell them apart from I can't tell them apart. So I don't know. He's from one of the twin. ice men. Yeah, from his twin. Oh no. Um, no. No. No, not another life. Oh. This Katie Sackoff show, I think I talked about this a couple weeks ago. I binge watched the first season. It is it's the real world space. It is just a, a different group of people who all suddenly have to live together and then just complain about it. Yet they're astronauts in space and they're just being petty about dumb shit. They're all young. Um, she's the highlight of the show. I don't know why. <laughs> I would think so. I mean, she's really good. And there, there are things in the first season that I would say are very similar in the storytelling method that they used in... Uh, WandaVision. Yeah. And she's really good at adapting and doing those types of scenes. Uh, but it's not worth it for the other shit. All the other characters, all the other storylines, they just, the characters change from episode to episode. It's just not good. Okay. Yeah. I don't know anything about this. So I'm just going to take your word for it and not watch. I was going to say, I hated to rant on it like you did Napoleon Dynamite, but I really felt like I wasted my time and I was angry. Uh, we do have an offer here. Austin will watch Money Heist. I mean, he'll watch Fringe. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm all in. <laughs> I haven't watched either, so I have to pick one, I guess. Uh, Fringe is so, it's probably man, network shows with their 24 episodes. Oof. This was my favorite thing this week. Okay, yes. Oh, yes. I'm very excited for this. I I love Cowboy Bebop. I'm so glad they're getting the original composer. I love that intro. Yeah. But look how good these guys look as the characters. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. It's, man, I'm so excited for this. It's John Cho. It's his hair. It's perfect. It's just. I mean, I I thought they could go a lot more crazier with Spike's hair, but that yep. will do. I'm yeah, good. I think so. And this just may be for this. Like, I'm sure it looks more stylized once he's in the show. Yeah. Um, but it's so good. It's really good. Oh, uh, I can't wait. I you miss Cowboy Bebop music, and I can easily say that's probably a top three show just for its soundtrack, just I, for the music. I, yeah, I did. Uh. When, as I was reviewing Trece, I mentioned that Cowboy Bebop's dub, the only thing that I don't really like is that the voice actors, whenever, because it's a space western, they try to do, like, accents for, I guess, space Mexicans or or even other <laughs> ethnicities. Space and they really, they really lean into it. Uh, and I'm like, okay, well, maybe that's not... Maybe that wasn't the best choice, but I are guess they are they from the times. planet Mexico? These space Mexicans, you know, I don't know, impersonating. But yeah, that's the only thing. The dub was like, okay, that's maybe not the best choice, or it didn't age the best. But but yeah, I'm excited for this. I love that. That can you imagine saying like, yeah, we're gonna open up our anime with jazz? What well, a choice! Yeah, but it. It's the best example of something that you think wouldn't work working. Yeah. If someone pitched that with any anime. That's true. 
Um, and the challenge for that show also will be the opening. If 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 they do a poor credit opening for that show, I'll be shocked because that show oh, is all sure. about that opening. For sure. Um, we got a lot of Sandman stuff. I haven't watched Ooh. all of it, but I'm so excited for this series. I've I've watched it and I'm really excited to see just the world, the just being physically in that place yeah. and seeing all the details. Uh, talking crows. Yeah. So um yeah, this Sandman series. Oh, I'm so excited. Um I was I'm curious. On... I'm curious. Are they gonna do that first volume story that's more of a horror story than what Sandman becomes in later years? Is that Preludes and Nocturnes? Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. So a few weeks ago, I was invited to another YouTube channel called I Freaking Love Comics. And they're actually doing a Sandman Club where every couple oh, of weeks good. they'll read. Every every last week of the month, they're going to read Sandman books. So I'll probably be reading uh, Preludes and Nocturnes just to so I can watch along with them and stuff. Yeah, that's, uh, but that's also, early Sam Keith, and it's it's pretty dark art. It's it's pretty wild. Yeah, the only the only thing the thing I've read and it's really vivid in my mind from Sandman is Volume Four, Season of the Witch. I would yeah. think it's called. Yeah, um, which I think is one of the more popular volumes, which is probably why I read it. Uh, and it's it's really interesting that you can jump into that volume without having. Like you need a little bit of context, but you you kind of get it throughout the volume. Yeah, uh, you don't really need to go back and really read the first three, uh, and you'll still I think you'll still find it enjoyable. If you um, find if you get a basic understanding of who the analysts are, that yeah. that that helps a lot. So that was all for day two, which like I said, Netflix is really really doing a good job with the EDs. Uh, so let's go let's go check out day three. And day then two, after this day two, I'm about I'm about that Sandman. Sandman and Cabo Bebop is probably the two things. I, I wish we had a little more information on Cabo Bebop, but I think at least seeing the actor or the cast uh, and and knowing that the music's going to be on par. Again, I love that it's John Cho. Yeah. Uh, okay, so day three, the first thing, the Fear Street, the Fear Street trilogy. I don't know which, anything uh, about this. So I do have a, a we, I did do a trailer reaction for this, and it's it's three different movies that are gonna come out one at, one week after another. <clears throat> the whole thing is based on three different time periods, so each movie is gonna cover a different time period. Uh, the only person I know from the trailer is uh, Britta from Community. Oh, what's her name? Gillian Jacobs, uh, I think. Gillian Jacobs, yeah. This looks yeah, like she's... the uh, the kid from Stranger Things, uh, the last season. Yeah, it does. Max, I think. Yeah, Max. Yeah. Um, but yeah, something's going on in this town. Uh, and then you see the, like, I think the first movie takes place in the 90s, where one of the survivors of whatever happened in the 60s or in the 70s uh, is like an adult and things are happening in the town again. Where people are dying and stuff like that. Then the second movie takes place in the eighties or seventies or eighties, where they're kids and and that stuff happened in that summer camp. And then the third movie takes place in uh, what is it, sixteen sixty six, which is where. So it, it goes real far back, 
to like explain how this whole thing started. Um, it, so it, it, it's R.L. Stein. Is yeah. this like young adult horror? I think so. I think it's based. Okay. Yeah, I think the books that are his adult fantasy novels. Um, yeah, I mean, or his yeah his young novels. But um, everyone I've talked to is very excited about this. The poster looks super cool. Uh, let me see if I can find it. But but yeah, I'm excited. The trailer looked good. So if you haven't seen the trailer, maybe you want to take a look. They don't give away a lot, but they really kind of set up the the show. And then and then you can kind of make your own choice. I like that it's going to be three different movies. That that's an interesting thing. That even though they're not dropping everything at once, um, you know, let's see. I'm still now not I have crazy. the cowboy. I'm still not I a crazy R.L. Stein fan after what he did to Man Thing. Yeah, that's what was kind of, so. This is what the, the poster looks like. All right, I so dig July second, July second, nineteen ninety four. Though it really looks like um, American Horror Story poster. Yeah, a little bit, a little yeah. bit. Um, but Same really colors, see. tones, and fonts. I guess I guess weapons from each time period. I wonder if they'll they'll kind of do like the nineties, like a little like a nineties, like have more of a a scream type of vibe for that movie. Yeah, and then the one in the in the seventies, like more of a Halloween type. I don't even know what you would do for the other one, but yeah, you know, let's go back to the other tab. Yeah, what's the next thing up? Okay, so we have the school, the school of good and evil. I really know nothing about this, but I mean, it's okay. I don't have to watch everything that Netflix is doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know is it, who is this aimed for. I'm always curious because I know that there's just a lot of content that Netflix drops. It's like mm -hmm. this is more young adult. This isn't for me, or that you know, this is supernatural, and I'll watch it anyway. So just. Yeah, so these are young adult fantasy novels that that they're they're, they're adapting this from, so I would imagine that's the the target audience. target audience. Yeah, yeah, especially looking at the cast here. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, Awake, a movie with Gina Rodriguez. Uh, Sci-fi film. Let's see. After a global event wipes out humanity's ability to sleep. Holy shit! An ex-soldier fights to save her family. As society and her mind spiral into chaos. Damn. I was going to say that, that I thought that there's a book by, oh shit, I can't think it, uh, Moon Knight Rider. I can't think of his name. I'm going to have to look it up. It's called Sleepless, and it sounds just like that plot. Jeff Lemire? Uh, no, no, no. Um, I, I Oh, I have heard of yeah, Charlie, we read sleep, Charlie we Houston. Read, we read Sleepless for Comic Book Club, and it's really good. Sleepless uh, was a comic book. Yeah, I don't know that. A sleepless? Yeah, it's a, it's a comic book too. Uh, let's see. We have Gunpowder Milkshake. So we just got a brand new clip, but I'm I'm content just with the trailer that we got. Yeah, I'm happy for that. I love that cast. Uh, let's see. Uh, Black Summer. Um, this is on the show. Yeah, I watched season one it's it's different it's hard to explain it without just spoiling everything on it uh 
it has it's fast paced. It's just really it doesn't have a whole lot of story to it. So you're just kind of following people at the outbreak of a zombie apocalypse. And that's kind of the stories. Okay. It's very, okay. it's very basic. Uh, but Jamie King's in it. I like her. Um, I mean, there are a few cool kind of like story bits, but it's, a, it's a lot of just short story stuff. Okay. Um, and then we had a Lucifer drop their second half of the fifth season. So it looks Again, like they just kind of comic book based show that got a second life on Netflix. I haven't watched yep. a single one. Tom Welling's in it. Haven't watched it. Yeah, yeah, everyone's in it. Yeah, Mike uh, Carey wrote that for Vertigo. And then we have uh, a look at season four of Stranger Things, which I don't know. I'm not super like I'll probably watch this, but I'm not the most excited for this show. I am, but it, yeah, it's taken so long. Uh, I, I dig it. I love the show. I love hanging out in the '80s, and I'll I'll put the show on to get to the background for the music and the and the tone of the show. Yeah, uh, and yeah, it looks like that's it for day four. Now, Clay, I need to step away for a moment. Do you want us to? You want me to just put on a screen, or you want to talk to the people? Um, I can talk to the people because I was going to talk about a, Charlie Houston's novel. I'm very curious about this sleepless idea and what that pitch was, and uh, if this is the very, uh, very similar to it. So, okay, let me, let wanna, me babble. Do you wanna, yeah, do you want to share your screen? Uh, I can give you. I can do that before I step out. Oh no, I'm just reading. So it's okay. Then yeah. I'll just make you. I'll just make you the big host, and then I'll be right. Okay, cool. Um. If you guys know, I'm a huge fan of Moon Knight, and one of my favorite runs of Moon Knight is from Charlie Houston. Um, but he also wrote a book called Sleepless that sounded very much like that show. Uh, I wanted to read uh, just to see what the plot was on this. Uh, set in California, a dystopic uh, alternate president present. Um, this came out in, also in 2010. The novel portrays a world wrecked by sleepless pandemic caused by a pyron. Uh, about 10% of the population are affected and unable to find sleep, die painfully within a year. Uh, society is on the verge of a breakdown amid, you know what? It's weird to read about like society breaking down about something like this when it didn't break down for the pandemic. So that's the hard part to follow uh, stuff that has outbreaks that now we've seen how people really behave. It isn't the insanity. It's just dumb attitudes. Um, society's on the verge of a breakdown and armed bands have turned much of the U S into a war zone. The novel follows Parker Hass, an idealist LAPD officer investigating the trafficking of dreamer, the only drug capable of giving a sleepless temporary relief and Jasper, an aging professional killer who crosses Hass's path. Um, Charlie Houston writes great noir. That's, that's why he was really great at picking up Moon Knight and doing the story that he did. This looks like the same thing. Um, man, I to tell you how much I love uh, Charlie Houston's work, he did uh, uh, a trilogy called uh, the Hem Henry Thompson Trilogy. Caught Stealing, Six Bad Things, and A Dangerous Man. And it's kind of, uh, it's about a guy who slowly just becomes involved in crime i love this series so much that i have that last book and i've been sitting on it uh, since it came out and i won't finish it so <laughs> the trilogy still exists in my head but henry thompson trilogy 
is a great noir series if you want to pick up some Charlie Houston. Also, his Moon Knight run, top notch, the best. I always recommend it, but you have to go into it with a little bit of Moon Knight knowledge. Um, my hope is that the show will bring attention to the character and we'll get uh, more people reading it. But that is definitely like a next tier book after you kind of get into some of the Moon Knight past uh, uh, before you get into what um, Charlie's writing about in his run. Talking a little Moon Knight. Yeah, I, th I think that this is about the sleepless comment. The mm. reminds me of Sweet Tooth. The yeah. premise. Yeah, I was I was able to listen. Uh, the premise sounds interesting for sure. Yeah, for that book. But it's but it's weird that there would be like this underground drug. It seems like in our day and time of big pharma, the drug would be available and cost you know a million dollars a dose. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's look at day four. I think this is the one I'm most excited for. Really, day four. And I wish Kyle was here for this one. <laughs> this is what we really... For the He-Man stuff, yes. Yeah, this is what we need him. Uh, for sure. The first thing... Did you, you watch this, right? The um, I, you know, I just saw parts of it. I am not as deep into He-Man as you guys are. It was always just kind of a background cartoon for me as a kid. I never had any of the action figures. Um, but I did... I, I did want a Castle Grayskull because that was pretty awesome. That was one of the few playsets back in the day that I loved. So here's the thing, and I think I talked about it when I was doing the trailer thing. I'm not, I haven't watched the original in a long, long time. I can't even tell you that I've watched everything um, of Heeman. It was just like he was all over the place when I was growing up. Uh, so that added with the fact that. Uh, Kevin Smith is doing this, and That's then the big cast. Interest more. Yeah, the voice cast like Mark Hamill is fucking Skeletor like that. That's amazing. Uh, I think right now I'm more excited just because of all the hype and something that this could be like my human because it's like this is one I'm catching on the ground. Yeah, but it still connects to the old one. I did check. You can watch the old one. I don't think you, I don't think it's streaming anywhere, but it's only two seasons. But each season's like seventy episodes or something. <laughs> I think they don't they didn't break it up into like, you know, cartoons back then, they don't really break them up into seasons. They just have these long runs. Yeah. Well uh, they were used a lot. They were able to reuse a lot of the animations. So you see that yeah. over and over again. I think they, they break them up into seasons now just so they can sell them to you digitally and make you buy two or three different seasons as opposed to the whole thing. Uh but the, yeah, the video was cool. People on the channel seem to really react because this is like this got over a thousand views day of release when we when we did our video. Yeah. Um, so I'll definitely be covering more of this and we'll be talking about it more when it comes out on the 23rd, at least the first part of season one. I like that Netflix is breaking up. They're letting you kind of binge, but not everything. Right. Because they're right. dropping these seasons as part one and two uh, to kind of keep you hooked. But but as someone that's kind of throttle back to not binge their content i don't i don't mind i don't mind that <laughs> we can't all binge like josh yeah right at the vanguard of uh tv culture uh this loud house movie i don't know anything about this 
I, I definitely know that there are some things that just don't look like they're made for me, and I'm okay with just moving on and not talking. Yeah. Like that's okay. I can, I can, I have other stuff to talk about. Uh, so Clay, I can't remember this, his name, but there's his, the picture of the guy we were talking about. Yeah, there. John Noble. John Noble. John Noble. Shit. So Clay, this John is, Noble also did a great appearance on Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, I, f- I was going to ask you before we did previously on. I'll just ask you after this. Okay. Uh, your thoughts on the Conjuring? That's why I was gonna. That's why I brought up. Since Joe Noble came up, I was gonna ask you about that. I know you watched it. Oh yeah. Um, but we'll talk about it after this. Oh, I like this. So Zack Snyder is doing a Norse mythology series. I think it's gonna be animated. Uh, but it, Twilight of the Gods. Look at the cast. Holy shit. Wow. Raul yeah. Coley. Oh, I love Raul Coley. Even though I never watched all of I Zombie. Yeah. He was one of my favorite things. I Peter know. He, he's been, I, I, he's been wanting uh, the Reed Richards role. I've seen him tweet a lot of fan photos oh, of yeah, him yeah. as Reed Richards. I like that. I I like that a lot. Uh, Jamie Chung, Corey Stoll, he's done everything. Oh, yeah. He's a yellow jacket. Yeah. And uh, Jamie Chung was in um, um, something country. Lovecraft well, she, she was just in, Lo- in Lovecraft Country recently. She was also in that X Men uh, show, uh, Gifted from Gifted. Fox. Yeah. Um, uh, of uh, Christopher Hugh of, uh, of Fast and Furious, and Furious fame. fame. That's right. <laughs> I think he. I think he did another show, but I can't remember. He has. He has the best death in the Fast and Furious movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh okay. Here they have their names. So this is gonna, so John Noble as Odin. Of course, Madison Joseph as Loki. All right. Uh, I don't know. Hell, okay. I don't. I don't know a lot of the gods from Norse yeah. mythology. Uh, but those were oh Sigrid. Okay, I know Sigrid, and mainly from oh, and this guy's Thor. Okay, Pilo Absjek. Do sure. you even lift, bro? I mean, what? That's Thor. Listen, maybe he he's looks like Tom a... Holland in an extra medium. Well, I thought this was like I, I'm pretty sure this is gonna be animated, so he doesn't need to lift. Oh, uh, so well, then, we'll see. Then why show people as the voices if we're just gonna get? Well, Neil for Neil Gaiman, Sandman, like they're that one's not live action, is it? Yeah. Oh, oh shit! Then maybe maybe it is live action. I don't know. I'm. I should have looked more into this one, but yeah, because this one came out of nowhere for me. Like I didn't know. Yeah, I forgot no, yeah, about... animated. This one's animated. Okay, it is animated. Okay. That's what I, I John Noble... I had read animated somewhere. Okay, because eh, I'm on board. I guess I don't know. Come Zack on. Snyder's just hit and miss with me sometimes, and so the only animated thing he's done that Guardians of whatever movie with the owls. Oh, Guardians I seen of Gahul. I've s- I yeah. saw that in the theater. It was really good. It was very good, but you could just see all the uh, tropes used, right. you know. But I thought, you know, this is really for kids. But it was, it does have some very dark moments for a kids movie. But I agree with Austin and Zach. We trust. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Austin's the only other person I know that likes Zack Snyder as much as I do. I mean, if he didn't have fun violence in that Army of the Dead movie, I would be so against him right now because there were other parts of that movie I still am angry about. I get it. <laughs> I get it. 
Um, Mobile Suit Gundam. Where's Kyle I know, this at? Is, I know. This is another thing that we need to call for. Kyle loves uh, his Gundam. Because he's he's the one that knows more about... Like, I have i haven't watched all of Mobile Suit. Like, I don't know all the stuff. I've, I've seen a little bit, but, but I'm not deep into the lore like he is. Uh, but I'll, I'll definitely check that out. Uh, I mean, I'm King. A, yeah, I'm assuming that when they reboot these or when they do these as Netflix, they try to make them entry level type shows. I would hope so, but sometimes they just give you the next iteration, like instead of instead of uh, they just change the name. Like this could be from the same series; they just change the name, but it's actually like season three or whatever. Like the the Sailor Moon movies that came out recently. They're actually kind of supposed to be season four of the current anime. Oh, okay. Like they're just using that story. So not I don't think everything's entry level, especially with anime, especially something like Gundam that's been going on for so long. Yeah, I guess it that when they buy them, they have them at a point like Arrested Development was three seasons in and they produced a fourth and a fifth season for them. Yep. Uh Shaman King, I've never read the manga, but I know it's super popular. Uh this also comes out on my birthday, so I'm gonna check it out uh, because I love I love watching anime and Netflix is just bringing some really good stuff to the table. And anime and then the people on the channel like when I, we do anime videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Eden Zero. I think this is an ongoing because I think this is already happening. I don't know much about this one, but here's the other one I need to play. Uh, need to call for. Transformers. The final installment. Like I was gonna ask him if he's watched the like the previous. This is a trilogy, so I don't know if he's watched the the other stuff. Yeah, I think he uh, talked about it before. So, I think one. I I'm excited for this one because oh, let's see. I clicked the way, so I can't click on it because of the way I, I shared it. But this has to do with the Beast. Uh, did you ever watch Beast Wars? Um, the CGI. No. Show? I mean, I, I I know I watched some of them, but I just can't even tell you yeah. an episode. Like it's just that okay. far out of my head. Okay, and then check this one out, Clay. I think this one's for you. A Space new anime or anime? Yeah, exception. Holy shit! Oh, this looks sick. What kind of nightmare fuel is this? What's it? What's the story? I want a story. Uh, let's see. Yeah, no, there's no. I'd have to. They didn't show a trailer or anything, I so mean, we'll that, keep an eye out for that. That looks as creepy as the hairball behind my toilet. I want to know where it came from <laughs> and, if, and if it could kill me. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, make my day. Oh, this. So Thursday looks like it was their their animated day. Or yeah, this day four. Uh, but I don't know anything about this last one. Let's see, Samurai Soul. Just more stuff that looks nice that I might check out. Yeah, but the look, ones, I mean, the art looks really pretty. Yep, and then this one I'm also very excited about. We did do a we did do a trailer thing for uh, Godzilla, Godzilla. Uh, but Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. Uh, I did a video for the for when they dropped the trailer, but I'm very excited about it because as much as I like the Resident Evil movies, I also like the animated stuff. That looks more like the games, even though yeah. I don't really play the games. I like the stories that the games have. Like sometimes I'll watch YouTube videos that explain the story and all that. And it's good to see characters that look right out of like I think this guy's name is Leo from the video games. Yeah. Um so 
more animation because you can keep making that no matter what. Uh, and then look at all the Yasuke stuff that they just just fashion. Um, I don't, did you ever watch? Did you ever watch that Yasuke anime about the Black Samurai? No. It's only six episodes. It came out a, like a month ago or so. Uh, I I enjoyed it. It was it was very interesting to watch. So, so we have. Yeah, I, I'm curious though. Um, of these, like people who just don't know a lot about anime, what would you suggest from this geeked out list of anime stuff to to start with? Or is oh, this man. stuff? Is it this depends not starter on, I, level stuff. I think it is. It depends on the genre, right? If you if you want some fantasy stuff, maybe Shaman King. If you want the horror, then that exception. Like it really depends on what genre you're looking for, which is kind of cool because anime is not a genre; it's just a way of delivery the media. Like it's just a delivery medium, like comics. There's yeah. still it's still broken up into genres of like what kind of stuff you want to watch. If you want to watch mechs, then obviously either the Gundam or even the the Josuke anime that I just mentioned earlier. It has mechs in it when the world of this black samurai. Uh, so it's it, that anime is wild, uh, but it's only six episodes. They know something cool. If you like Greek mythology, they just had Blood of Zeus uh, recently come out too. Uh, yeah. And if not, we'll have the Zack Snyder about the Norse mythology. Um, yeah, so I guess it really depends on the genre. I don't know. I don't know how Netflix breaks these down when you're in the title screen because I just kind of go look for them. Yeah, but I'm sure if you go into their anime stuff, you can still like a sub menu of the genres and, and they'll tell you kind of what it's about. But yeah, it really depends. Which, yeah, which I, is great. I, there's so much out there and I'm still trying to dissect um, neon Genesis Evangelion. And that's oh, good luck. so, yeah, I mean, that's just incredible. <laughs> Again, it, that's like saying, I just picked up the new X-Men. Now I'm going to try to get in deeper. You know, yeah, it, it really there's just is. so there's so much to that. The films, the series, the manga. Um, I mean, that's almost like you you're dedicating yourself to one story. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this is day five. I don't have a lot of stuff that I'm super excited for here. This is mainly video game adaptations. I love um, League of Legends. I was playing for a while there. I just okay, kind of dropped so off the map. And I love the art style. So I'm I'm definitely kind of digging this. I would probably watch this. Yeah, yeah. I think day five was a lot of uh, animations from f animated series based on uh, video game properties. Because uh, yeah, because the cup, Cuphead. Uh, Wayne Brady. He's the what's this? I think he's King Dice. Oh, okay. I think he's this dude. Yeah, I think he's this dude. Yeah. Yeah, Wayne Brady as King Day. That's perfect casting, actually. Castlevania. Uh, and the Castlevania spinoff, because Castlevania's wrapping up. But Very interested, this because this this new season will be without Warren Ellis, right? Yeah, I think, yeah, the the, la the latest season was without Warren Ellis. So. And, and he pretty much kind of established that IP there. I mean, the first three seasons, I think, are all him. Yeah, I think so. From what I read, he was the the showrunner, but then he had, or he was the show creator, but he had showrunners for the seasons. So after season one, where he kind of took care of it, the latter two seasons were run by somebody else, oh, okay. and those people are still involved in the current stuff. 
So I think I Good. think that may be why there was like no dip in quality or anything like that. Yeah, um, I mean the show looks amazing. Yep. Yeah. Uh so Laserhawk, Cap Captain Laserhawk. I don't know any what is this what game is this from? Ubisoft? Well that's the that's the developer, but yeah, I'm not video games are my blind spot. So Yeah. People were very excited about this one, Splinter Cell. And I mean, I like Tom Clancy movies, so maybe I, I will like stuff based on his video games. Well, this is interesting, though, that they have the creator of the John Wick franchise at, mm -hmm. to write the series because I don't know. I mean, you're not really, I guess you, you set up stunts, but Th this you feels set more up like action scenes. Yeah. It feels like it should be more covert. Yeah. Just based video on games the... are a whole different thing. So going from one. One piece of media to another. I, I'm not sure if I'd just jump on board with that. Uh, Far Cry. Yes. You know who the bad is in that, right? Uh-uh. Ooh. Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, okay. Dope. Dope. Oh, yeah. Very. Damn, I'll check that out. Uh, okay, is this a video game? This, I it think looks this like is Stranger Things game. gameplay, yes. Yeah. Oh, and this was... This is the... Okay, this is great. They... Drop this to tell you that CD Projekt Red and Netflix are doing WitcherCon in July. A con which is just for Witcher, just for The Witcher. What the? <laughs> so, hey man, if they if if people dig it, and yeah, have, people love the games. It's weird when you find out stuff like this has a huge following. Austin, I appreciate you telling me this. Might is a MOBA. MOBA means nothing to me. <laughs> I think it. What is it? Multiplayer battle arena. Multiplayer multiplayer online battle arena. I guess that would make sense. But no. But I. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Thanks, Austin. Uh, yeah, here it is. WitcherCon on July 9th. Hey now. We have uh, a tale of two guards. I mean, Netflix has the geek ips that they could just own and do these cons and i mean they could go even further they could do what dc did yeah this and is I mean, kind of like their fandom yeah you're right i mean they bought mark miller's library of stuff so they essentially make comics they could mm -hmm. do their own comic con they could put out more comics on shows that they own yep and then i believe this is for uh, oh yeah the, the new resident the new evil resident, the new yes. resident evil movie lance reddick Sorry. Love that dude. Oh, me too. Ever since I think Lost was the first time I saw him. Was it Lost? Maybe it's been a long time. But yeah, I know Austin's probably excited about this. He loves the Resident Evil movies. Uh, and yeah, that's about it. So yeah, video games was the video games was the last day. So first, I I guess I just want to say like. Man, I didn't know Netflix had so much, so much content. in like proper, yeah, properties and content. Like, when are people watching all these things? Holy shit! While they're stuck inside during the pandemic. Yeah, but I'm I'm very they, curious you know. about the numbers over the past couple of years of what uh, Netflix was seeing in viewership while people were yeah. stuck at home till um, as things started to lift. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that's our that's our recap of Geek Week. Uh, we'll put a link on the description to to the website we were looking at. If you want to look at the videos, they've curated everything in a very accessible manner. Uh, but 
if you're watching this live or later, let us know what you're excited for. Um, if I had yeah. to pick one thing, it'd probably be Master of the Universe, just because of the hype behind that show. But yeah. I mean, I'll be watching a lot of that stuff, and I'm sure we'll be, we'll be talking about it here as we watch things. Yeah, but it's nice that they're kind of like uh, establishing their little corner of geekdom, and they're saying, "Hey, this is what we're about." And yeah. this is this is the first year of this, right? It's the first time, they, yeah, they've ever done something like this. Which was I, a, one of the reasons I wanted to cover it was because it was the first, like, you know, maybe this is the thing they'll keep going, keep doing. Yeah, I what I'm really hoping is to see them, you know, broaden the Greek Greek geek uh, name and see what they do with the IPs they have existing. And I'm sure they're going to buy more stuff. I mean, if if you bought Mark Miller's library, we're probably going to say I know we're going to get super crooks pretty soon. That's what it was. That's what I was talking about. Super crooks. That's that's uh, in the Jupiter's legacy universe. Oh, it's in the same universe. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. that book is such a standalone. Yeah, it, it is. But it's that's why they were like technically. And I read an article of why Jupiter's legacy didn't work. It had a lot of issues with budget and the director that left, and oh, yeah, it was really? kind of a mess. It was kind of a mess. Um, so I may still we'll give see. it a try, though. I may still give it a shot. Yeah, but, check it but, out. But that they are putting out comics too, and and mm -hmm. so it's, uh, I mean, what's left? Have your own con. Yeah, no, for sure. No, if 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 they start making video games out of their properties, that's with, the like, next move the... for Netflix. Well, that's what like with the with Stranger Things. Things, yeah. Yep. And now they're partnering with CD Projekt Red for. I know they didn't invent the Witcher games; that was the other way around. But yeah, if they but find those. I hope. Yeah, I should. They, if you're going to buy any game from them, though, start your refund request now. CD Projekt Red did that shit job on Cyberpunk, so every yeah. time I hear their name, I immediately go, "That's nothing I would buy." Well, the Witcher, the Witcher games are popular. So. They're get yeah, they're great and they're good, but I got fucked on Cyberpunk. <laughs> I'm not, sorry, not, not again. Well, once you finally get a your computer upgrade, I think it plays better on a computer, anyways. Yeah, that's what so, I heard. But then don't um, sell it on PlayStation Four. Let's see. Oh, Austin's saying that he thinks the Stranger Things is just a character skin. Okay, so okay. that's not even really uh, development. Hmm. Okay, so so then they do have the option to start doing spin-off. Well, it's kind of weird because these are all licenses that they are acquiring. Like it, nothing is really Netflix original content, or very little. Yeah, it's like Netflix original content where they could spin out into a game. Um, these licenses already probably have agreement. Like it'd be kind of weird for them to go through Netflix to get a video game development, unless that really makes it easier. But. I, don't I mean, know. Netflix has so much money; they could start their own game development place and and start really easy and build on what they have. I think they actually do have a Stranger Things mobile game. Well, so at they, some point they partnered with somebody, and if they like a studio enough, they could just buy it up. Yeah, which uh, I mean, yeah, it's sad, but it, if you're working for Netflix, you're guaranteed work. That's true. That's true. I mean, um, they've got nothing but nothing but IPs rolling in left and right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. You you did get us a question of the week. Yes. Uh, go. You want to tell us what it is? What's your current comic 
or toy you are hunting with cons coming back? Is there is there anything that is on your list that you must find toy or comic wise at the next show? You were talking um, about it earlier. Yeah, no, that I mean, I, I, I think there's a few Funko Pops that I would probably find them easier at a convention or not for, for a better price probably because I can haggle a little bit. Whereas online, I don't I don't like buying stuff online because I like the feeling of like running into it. Yeah. Real life. Um, also, I guess I'm going to say too, because I've been buying the first volumes of a lot of manga that I've been either reading or watching the anime, I don't think I'll ever develop a full manga collection because mm. that just, it seems like a really... I mean, it's a lot of space. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. But I would like, uh, I would like to, I can't wait to go back to cons and now with the popularity of anime and manga recently to see how that changes. Like, are we going to see, oh, yeah. uh, are we going to see uh, some stands that are like, that have a lot of manga or, or, or stuff like that? Um, I would say anything Saint Seiya, like either toys or, or manga, or or even some of the old, it that series is hard to find anywhere really. Like any in any, I know Netflix has has the old stuff and and the the reboot, which I didn't enjoy the reboot. But the old stuff, they only have the English dub, and that's like very little. Um, but I love Saint Seiya's and anime and a manga, so I think that'd be something I like to check out to see if if I can find it at the convention where more of it should be available yeah what about I, you i uh i i think i've decided that i want to finish out my x-men run okay. so i've decided on a stopping point because i'm <laughs> with, yeah, with, still with, going. yeah they're still going but with the renumbering i think i'm, I'm gonna go to the actual last real number x-men uncanny x-men book Okay. And that that will be the last one, and then I just I have a bunch of issues to fill up under a uh, hundred. I have I have issue ninety four, and I have a handful of issues in the fifties. But it's going to be that slow buy of one, two, and three. Mm -hmm. They're going to cost a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. But but I think I'm going to just that's that's going to be my list going into any con um, and toys. I mean, I'm always looking for Nightcrawler statues, and I know there is a Scotty Young Nightcrawler statue coming soon. Oh, yeah. Soon. Yeah. Um, I saw that in the previews. Um, I'm missing a... There There are a couple of Nightcrawler statues I don't have. There's an Alex Ross headpiece. There is a, a Nightcrawler piece that's part of the Dark Phoenix set that I'm missing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm also looking at, and actually just toys, uh, because I've been doing so much research on the Blue Devil. He has a handful of toys I'm trying to track down. I have like the, the Blue Devil chess piece, mm -hmm. but I know he there's a, a couple of DC action hero uh, figs that were out um, that I'll try to find. Okay. But yeah, those are those are kind of what I'm looking for once we start going back to shows, and and I'm thinking about going to Mark's show. He's got, he's got some good guests. Did you see the guest lineup? I haven't. No, let me see. What's the? It, it's called the Dallas Comics Show. Pull it up. Pull, uh, throw the guests on the screen because um, he does have um, 
a, quite a few. I actually had a friend of mine text me and go, hey, Clay, if, if you're going to that show, could you give me this autograph? So That's funny. Yeah. You got it pulled Let's up? See. Yeah, here we go. Dallas Comic Show. Okay, so. Yeah, go to guess. June 26th. Saturdays. That's a Saturday special. Okay. Yeah, it's 10 bucks for a ticket. Um, James O'Barr. He's a staple at the Dallas shows? Yeah. Uh, uh, I cannot say his oh, name. Oh, cool. Yeah, I know. Uh, Gary Hiroyuki Tagawa. Yes. Oh, man. I would really like this because I really got into Mortal Kombat recently. And, and he's one of the acceptable him. roles from Planet of the Apes that I would love to get an autograph from him as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. This but is from the... From the Marky the, Mark Planet okay. of the Apes. Yeah. But the, the one I'm really excited for is Deborah Foreman. Right under there. Oh, cool. Yes, she is, of course, from Valley Girl, but one of my favorite roles is from Real Genius. Yeah. Did you ever see Real Genius? I'm thinking of Baby Geniuses. I'm, yeah, I think I am. Yeah, maybe not. No. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, think, I'm definitely thinking of Baby Genius. Um, let's see here. Who else do we got? Oh, we have Mark, Mark Resnick. Well, Mark yeah. Resnick, he's a, not only is he the Toadies drummer, but he co-wrote a bus. Buskill with Donny Cates. Yeah. I met uh, that guy so, at the last show. He's awesome. I met Bud, I met him a while back. Uh, I saw him at uh damn it, at Zeus. He mm -hmm. was there for a signing. And then the first time I met Donny Cates was because they were tabling together here in one of the conventions in Dallas back in like 2013 or so. Uh, Sean McKeever, yeah, Spider Man Marvel. A yeah, lot of Marvel work. Art. Brent Peoples. Brand Peoples, yeah, I have a lot of, I have some original stuff for him. Yeah. Ben Dunn, this might be the first convention since his uh, Warrior Nun stuff came out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's always a Dallas staple. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think the show finally got made and then we went into lockdown. So, like, I don't know how much he got to enjoy any of that stuff. Uh, now, Billy Blair on the other side uh, from a lot of, uh, uh, Machete kills machete. Like he, uh, he, he played Universal Remote, one of our very first celebrity games. That dude is awesome and uh, kick ass. So I hope everyone goes to check this guy out. So I want to say we met Billy in Austin. Maybe you can back me up at the Alamo Draft House in Richardson. There was a movie we went to watch. I, I don't know if it was a Machete movie, but he was there. I, it was either Machete or Sin City. I don't remember. One of the Whatever's last. It was a long time ago, though. Yeah. But I think we met this dude and we took a picture with him outside the, in the, in the foyer of the Alamo, mm -hmm. uh, in in Richardson. Uh, okay, Steve Irwin. Steve uh, Irwin, longtime artist. I can't recommend enough to get a Steve Irwin. Uh, like if you have a blank cover, yes. I got a beautiful, beautiful Deathstroke for like thirty dollars. Like, yeah, okay. Austin was just typing that. Yeah, we met him for the when we went Machete to watch Machete Kills. Kills. Yep. Um, and then Kez Wilson and Brad Foster. Yeah. Uh, Shadow. I think he's also at a local show. I know both. Yeah. Kez. So Kez a lot of DC is work. A, he he's also there's a I met some people on at the last show, the Dallas comic book comic art collectors group where right. it's just people that collect original art and normally they we have a 
we oh, I mean I guess I went to the last thing so I consider myself part of it but before the pandemic the last show after the convention we'll all meet at a place that's close by to where the convention is and have dinner and people bring their art and Kes showed up because he he knows a lot of the locals so he'll bring original work um uh, so yeah it was really nice to chat with him just hanging out dinner and then the pe the original art that these people bring to the to to the shows like it's amazing like it's I saw some stuff that I was like, oh my god, that's so cool. So it'll be maybe nice to. I don't know if it's happening again. I need to check. I don't go on Facebook very often anymore, so I'll need to hit up some people see if that if we're doing that after the show. Um, yeah, this looks. I mean, listen, I don't mind losing ten dollars. Like if I don't feel comfortable, I can just leave. Yeah, exactly. And I think Mark made a video because of uh, uh, because of our shitty governor not uh, allowing people to show their vaccination cards. Oh, yeah. um, he's he's going to make it mask mandatory for the whole show. So that, I mean, that's fine. That, that works. There we go. And he has a COVID-19 policy on his site. Take note, uh, all you cons that have nothing on your site, have something to at least know you're acknowledging it. Because when yep. I don't see that, I don't want to go to your show. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, here is what you were talking about. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that was the, that was what I was worried about. You know, I know a few episodes back, I pulled up, you know, cons that were starting in the fall, and there wasn't, you know, a whole lot of information on how they were going to handle that. And you don't yep. want to be looking that shit up afterwards. Right. Uh. Okay, family pack. Nice for families. Mm -hmm. VIP edition. Oh. Let's see what's in here. Okay, maybe not for this. I normally get the VIP because it's kind of worth it to get. I think sometimes they do like a line jump or something like that. And, and yeah. then the, the collectibles you get. But this one being a one-day show, probably I wouldn't. I'll just get the regular ticket. But Yeah. But cool. That's cool. Yeah, I'm excited to. Man, I'm excited to go back. I need to put this on my calendar. Uh, it's at the Music City Mall, which used to be. Louisville. No, it's, it's the mall in Louisville. Vista Ridge, it was called. Yeah, it was Vista Ridge. God so, damn, I went to college <laughs> when that mall was built. So this is June 26th, uh, so in a couple of weeks. Actually, in two weeks from today. So maybe on our Sunday show, we'll be talking about the show. Or we'll be too tired to make a show. Either way. <laughs> we'll see. I would um, love for, you know, uh, Mark, do you still have that page up? Mark yeah. announced another show. I think it may be on there. He, I think he's bringing back the Dallas Fantasy Festival. I did see that. Yeah, yep, I saw that. I that mean, was I a, that was a there. show. That was a show I went to in the '80s, run by Bulldog Productions. And I, I, you know, it's weird to get nostalgic for just a name, but those cons were some of the biggest shows at some of the best places in Dallas. And I, I just some of my fondest memories of uh, being a kid is just being dropped off at cons. Going and hey, just buying comics. And if 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 all these shows so because the mall's pretty empty, I'm sure it's easier to book that place for stuff like this. Mm -hmm. And there's probably gonna be plenty of room. I don't know how they're gonna set up. Mark's usually pretty ingenious about uh setting up the like when we did the stuff at that in that place in Louisville, uh the convention center or whatever, like it was still a pretty good setup, even though it's just like a room with no, no, no anything really. But right. at least here we have all the facilities that are available at a mall. 
Yeah. Uh, better restrooms, multiple floors. There may be even some stuff open at the food court. Uh, I haven't been inside the mall in a while since they closed on the Hot Topic because I would just go check out the pops. But yeah, I mean, this looks cool, man. Like the Fantasy Festival, uh, comic shows, holiday special. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm pumped for this. Oh, was I even sharing my screen anymore? You were. I think I was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, all, right. all right. Well, let's do a recommendation and get out of here. We yes. I didn't think we were gonna be this long since it was just the two of us, but I know. But there was a lot of cool stuff in there. I mean, there Netflix. Was. Netflix. This is like the first year, so just having that much content, I was really uh, surprised. Yeah. But I hope they. I hope they grow it because once they start to curate and have really quality stuff on those things, it'll be awesome. Well, and I would like them to do more, uh, like more maybe have some hosts and presenters and, and do a little bit bit of that stuff. I really yeah. like the the fandom, the virtual aspect of it and if somebody can figure out how to do this virtually like more of a vr type of like real experience maybe i think netflix can do it yeah i mean i would love just to you know like umbrella academy just to have like elliot page on and talk about it or just be on the set and show off like hey this is coming yep. this is what we're doing i mean that they, they just need to think like comic-con did when all the movies took over for comics you know right. just what can you do to hype people well, and I like that they don't hide, like, hey, this is also about comics. Like, it's on their on their main banner. If you saw the, the screenshot I put up uh, for the for this video. So, yeah. All right. Uh, let's start with your recommendation. Um, I want you to pull up that cover to issue two so that we could see sure. how beautiful this book is. I, I, I love to always give recommendations of like, oh, do you like this character? Check out this book. And there's just not a lot of essential books for Man Bat. And this recent five issue run is what I suggest to everyone. If you want to understand who Man Bat is, uh, check out this run. It's so great and dark and creepy because Man Bat essentially is a guy who is trying to solve um, his sister's deafness. And okay. through it, he ends up, you know, poisoning himself and discovering the Man Bat, uh, which is a part of his personality. Uh, and the person and he's working with his wife on this and it the analogy is like a drug addict this guy who just yeah. can't get control of what he's doing but he's doing it all in the name of helping his sister who has kind of given up on him because she she think he thinks he's just being selfish in what he's doing um I would compare this to the Batman the animated series uh, for Dr. Freeze, that origin mm -hmm. story, which is probably the best episode of that entire run. I would put this uh, little run, little run. I would put this run um, almost close to that story. You kind of sympathize with him. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting setup. This is right before uh, Justice League Dark. So you get a oh, little okay. history of Man Bat before he joins a team. And the art oh, is fantastic. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, the art is fantastic. I just every part of it every page there's uh there's like a superman bat in the fifth episode that's drawn that's just fucking out of this world um that's what i love about this book just uh it was fun gave a great story and incredible art everything synced together and this is one i'll revisit great yeah it, lo it looks super rad just from the covers uh i think i picked up the first issue but i didn't know i thought it was going to be an ongoing but not a mini 
but I'm glad that it's a mini because then I could just read, read, you know, go through it. Yeah, um, and nod to Kyle Holtz. He's the uh, cover artist on that. Okay, cool. Uh, all right. Well, as far as the stuff I picked, I picked two comics that are coming out next week because that's what I do now. First one, <laughs> Venom 200. Uh, the last issue by Donny Cates and Ryan Stegman before they move on to their. Well, I guess Ryan Stegman hasn't really announced what he's going to be working on next, but we know Donny Cates is going to. Well, I, oh, that's, no, with, that's right. That's yeah, right. that's just Donny and um, Ryan Oddly. So, uh, yeah, that's crazy. Like, Venom 200, here we go. Like, I mean, the fact that Venom's having a, a 200 issue, even if it's with the renumbering. Where would uh, you want Stegman to, to work? I mean, I love his Spider-Man, his Venom. He just kind of lives in that world. So yeah, he should, he should to... maybe maybe go back to the Spider-Man book. Yeah, I the first so unknowingly, I was a big fan of Stegman because he was doing Superior Spider-Man. I didn't I didn't know like you know I didn't know who Stegman was back then, but yeah, he did a lot of those first uh, Superior Spider-Man. Yeah, because I and always then, see Mark Bagley doing Spider-Man. I go, man, that guy's just going to have so much content of as yeah. far as history of, of Spider-Man with his um, Bendis run. And now, who is he? Who's he writing for, or who's he drawing for? Dick Spencer. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yep. Uh, all right, and then the other one is uh, X-Men Demon Days. This one's about Mariko. Uh, the first issue was great. Peach Momoko telling an X-Men story in an alternate kind of universe, maybe, but still through her... The, the art in this book is what like really, really kicks you in the face. Yeah. Uh, but the story is still pretty interesting. Well, that's um, why her covers are going for so much as soon as she yeah. drops some stuff. I got I, I got one of her Demon Days uh, so, Psylocke cover. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. And so... Uh, I guess also stay tuned to see how many variant covers of Venom 200 I get. I reached out to <laughs> I, re, I I messaged I messaged Sean at the shop. I was like, "Hey, how many? What covers are you getting? Because there's some specific. Like Jacques has a cover, Art Germ's doing a cover, but I think that one's only sold through his store. Uh, yeah, so we'll figure it out. Uh, uh, before we get out of here, I do want. Hopefully we'll have more of these in the future. <laughs> um, but yeah, anything else, Clay? I think we've we've definitely gone the distance for a two man podcast. Exactly. No, I'm I'm, I'm good. Um, follow me on social media because I think my buddy Fortress Chris invited me to his podcast. I don't know if it's live or not, or if we're just recording. Uh, but yeah, keep an eye on that. And then my buddy Mike from the I Read Comic Books podcast has an open forum for to talk about Sweet Tooth uh, with this podcast, so I've been able to join him for episode one and two. That's why I'm parsing it out, just so I can talk about it as more with a more fresh. But, yeah, just follow me. I'm everywhere online. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, thanks You're for watching. Everywhere. Every yeah, everywhere. Thank oh, I forgot. I forgot to play this. Really, I never... Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to call it with that on the show. Uh, thanks, right. everyone, for watching. Remember to share, like, subscribe. Uh, we're so close to 200. It's so weird that how many, like, yeah, people that are supporting us are pretty amazing. So 
um, yeah, maybe by next week, come back. Maybe we might be at 200. We might have too many variants of Venom 200. So it's all. <laughs> it might bring, be our 200 show. I don't know. I'm not keeping track. Bring your own variant. Yeah, bring your own variant next week. BYOB. So. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Hail Bebo. Bebo loves you. Bebo loves you. What was the what was the thing Josh was saying or what he was gonna say? My vagina is haunted. <laughs> okay, thanks everyone. <laughs> Bye. -bye.